Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Fuck it! Damn it! Hey guys, it's Nelson. Um, it's another week of, uh, Will and I going back and forth with solo dating and re- recommending and things like we did last week. Uh, we're still working on, uh, figuring out a way for us to be able to, uh, record together some way, you know, either distantly or in a safer, at, at a safe distance, uh, in the same place, uh, but. In typical W's fashion, we didn't get around to figuring all that out yet, so it's another episode like last week, uh, but soon we will uh, experiment with some other options, and uh, it'll be a little bit closer to what you're used to in all the other episodes we've done, uh, but hopefully you guys are appreciating at least uh, getting some deuce out there, some content, or maybe you're getting content crazy with all the binging and the, uh, and the watching things. Uh, maybe this, maybe this is extra pressure on you. Hopefully not. Hopefully you like it. Hopefully you like us. We like you. Anyway, take it away, Will. Big beer hosts! And we're in. Oh, I'm, I'm here, uh, not on my own today. I've got my lovely wife, Jacqueline Bruno. Hello, my name is Jacqueline Bruno. We're, uh, very concerned because we're using the internal microphone of the, uh, of the laptop. So if Jack's really soft, that's because of the microphone, not because she's ever really soft. For some reason, this microphone does not like lady voices. It doesn't like lady voices. It's a very manly mic. Um, we're back for another week of the same sort of shtick with uh, Nelson doing a segment, and then I'm doing a segment with Jacqueline, and then Nelson's going to do another segment. The reason for that is, well, folks, I'm going to be honest with you. With all this time that we have all of a sudden, I'm doing less and less, and so is Nelson. We've got a laptop. We just need to run updates on it. Have we run updates on it? No, we haven't run updates on it. I could have found out how to get some microphones. So we could have both had microphones from other places. Did I find microphones? I didn't find microphones. I don't want you to suffer, but I also want you to know that you weren't the first thing on my mind. And I feel like that's only because honesty. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with each other, right? Yes. I mean, does that make me a bad person? No. Okay. You can do more than one word answers. Okay. <laughs> Jack's afraid to talk because she's afraid the microphone won't pick her up. I am here. Don't worry about me. Blink twice for okay. Now it's not picking you up again. Maybe it doesn't want people to know uh, where you're at. All right. So I will do my best Will April impression and maybe I will... Me up. No. How, how come your how come your best boy labor impression sounds drunk? Ah. <laughs> okay. Well, then why don't you take over as Will April? All right. Hi, my name is Will April, and uh, I'm here with my wife Jacqueline. Say hi, Jacqueline. Hi, I'm Jacqueline, and it doesn't pick up my lady voice. Yeah. So, uh, hey, Jacqueline. Hello. Um. Uh. How are things going here at the house? Oh, I don't know. You're pretty good, except you're impossible to live with. Oh, no, you're impossible to live with. Oh, no, it's you. Oh, no, it's you. Drink. Okay. No, really. How are you doing 
Jacqueline. How does it okay, work? Okay, this is, this is becoming a weird, like, therapy thought exercise thing. Where it's like, <laughs> you, let's talk about each other as, as each other. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what are you thinking right now, Will? Uh, and then you respond. Those. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes around here. It's about the boobs and quarantine. We're also in quarantine. Um, we're, we 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 have uh, become the people uh, who wipe things down when we get them home from the grocery store. And but, but we're also the people who have a, a majestic view of the hospital. That's right. So we can see the comings and goings of the hospital all day long. And I got to tell you, so far, there's no need to panic, at least from the outside. But what's happening on the inside could be a hot, hot mess. It's like a, it's like a big Reese's cup, but instead of peanut butter, it's a pandemic. That's right. Some uh, conservative pundit today was like, well, I took pictures outside the New York hospital. Uh, it doesn't look too bad out here in the war zone. <laughs> and then a, a Twitter wit in, in that beautiful way that Twitter does was like, oh, my oven says 550 degrees on the outside, but I don't think it's very hot out here. Uh, when it's in fact 550 degrees inside, it was an oven joke. That oven is too hot. That oven is too Also, ovens don't go up to 550 degrees. You dumb Twitter guy, but well played, well played. Got a heart on you, got a heart on you. Just obviously don't owe own it up and heart on, not a heart on. Over to you, over to you, Nelson. Big beer hosts. Hey guys, Nelson back um, for a figured update. You what's going on with me? Which is not a lot. Still at home, uh, still on leave from work, and for however long. Uh, these various stay-at-home, stay sheltered-home, whatever kind of orders are going on. Um, which, it's cool that I still have a job that I will be there when this is over, but it is less cool because I don't believe I can draw any kind of unemployment at the moment. Um, and I need to figure out, uh, it's, it's laid back in, it's a double-edged sword, that place, uh, they're pretty laid back about a lot of things, but because of that, uh, my w- email connection, uh, I, something happened. I can't get to my emails and I, no one's ever there. Who knows how to fix that in the shifts I work. So I need to call or e- figure something out to get to my emails at work, get updated on if they are, um, doing any kind of unemployment stuff or if they're even open at all, if they're doing anything on the side. I don't know. I don't know what's going on at work, basically. I'm just at home. It's it's like a it's a long vacation where I, you can't leave your house for the most part. That's what I'm doing. I, f- I finally, uh, I hadn't played video games in a while. I finally uh, played uh, the beat the Star Wars, the Jedi Fallen Order game. Uh, that game's dope. I, I liked it. It's got a real sweet, uh, force and lightsaber mechanic on it. It's got some kind of cool exploration type mechanic stuff where you're running and jumping, climbing and doing things. Uh, it's got some cool combat, uh, that I liked the end of it. There's some pretty cool battles, uh, in the big showdown at the end. There's a pretty cool surprise at the end that, uh, it actually does a, a good job, uh, ramping up the uh the tension and uh really putting you kind of in danger at the end i thought it was cool um and uh 
I feel like the, the, the way the narrative wraps up is a little odd. It's a little, uh, the real, the, the real treasure was the friends we made along the way kind of thing. Um, cause your, you know, your ultimate goal kind of happens and kind of doesn't happen. Uh, but you know, it, it was still overall, it was cool. I dug it a lot. I, I dig it if they made another one. It looks like they set it up where they can make another one. So hopefully they do. And hopefully it's cool too. Uh, if you haven't played that game, you should play it. I liked it. Um, you know, aside from that, just kind of hanging out, reading some comics. Uh, Lazarus, there's a new issue of Lazarus, which is a Greg Rucka comic, which now is just a quarterly kind of uh, bigger uh, comic book. Uh, it's got some, some nice like uh, fiction and stuff in the back. But uh, it's basically, it's kind of in the future, uh, just like a handful of families, corporations kind of conquer the world and uh, are overseeing everything. There's like, I don't know, six or eight just uh, rich families and their companies, and that is what the world's made up of. And then there's like the serfs, which are the people not in the family but are useful to them, like high-level professionals uh, and stuff like that, uh, people in the military. Uh, they all have, they have their private armies and then everyone else is waste, which is just poor people kind of itinerant farming and uh, living on the frontier all over the place. Um, and then they've all got, each family's got this, uh, this enforcer, this Lazarus, which is basically someone that they've used a lot of technology and medicine to, to give superpowers. And you're kind of following this one woman is named, uh, forever, uh, who's the Lazarus for the, f- carlisle family uh anyway uh, it's pretty cool like there's a lot of cool intrigue and stuff amongst the families there's some a lot of interesting characters kind of moving up um if you're familiar with greg rucka at all he's a really good writer uh he did queen and country which is a real sweet british spy series uh he wrote some really good batman stuff back in the day he's got a bunch of other creator own kind of stuff uh he's awesome check out lazarus if you're looking for a comic book it's uh almost all collected there's like two issues that aren't collected and the newest things that have come out aren't but you can get trades for a lot of it and then you can probably hustle up the rest of it that hasn't been collected yet if you uh if you did but i highly recommend it uh i've been talking too long it's will's turn big beer hosts Hey, we're back, Jack. It's me, Jack. It's fun to say, and we're back, Jack. It's got a little rack to it. Yeah, yeah, this is the run. Let's talk about our new favorite show in the whole world. Tiger King. King. Yeah, we loved... Oh, my God, we're sounding like those people. Uh, The Tiger King. It was a great show. Um, You liked it because of the tigers. I don't really care for tigers. You Uh, liked it because of the, the rampant death use. You liked it for the earrings and tattoos. What did you like it for? Oh, Jesus, it just kept falling farther and farther down the hole, and you didn't know, and it was, ah. That's exactly right. But, you know, buried beneath the layers of insanity and magic shows, which, again, if you want to get me into a thing if you want to get me going all right i'm sold i'm there i'm ready to go throw a magic show in there all right i am just absolutely a sucker for magic shows like remember that time we went to that horrific magic show in south dakota it was really uncomfortable and there was a creepy old magician and his like 18 underage girl helpers ew yeah they did not want to be touched by 
And then we went to like the one bar in the town after that. And I don't know about you, but I was terrified we were going to run into that magician <laughs> at that bar. Because where else is that magician going to go? Uh, but anyway. I forgot about that bar. <laughs> yeah, it was a skeezy bar in, in the middle of South Dakota. That's all you really need to say is it was a bar in the middle of South Dakota. Skeezy sort of fills it itself. What was that? What was that bar? That, was it South Dakota with the hobo? Uh, no, uh, yes, uh, yes, it was South Dakota with the hobo, but somewhere different in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, we were in a couple of different places in South Dakota with terrible bars, but underneath all of that in Tiger King is a scathing indictment of the capitalist system, in my opinion, because you, know, you actually were the first one to mention this, that this is like the gross side of capitalism. Uh, it's, it's the everyday side of horrific. Americana, you don't see that in the bed and breakfast. That's right, that's right. Uh, it would be like if the bed and the breakfast were like, instead of getting their design ideas from Martha Stewart, they were getting them from Hustler Magazine. It's disgusting, and at the lowest possible common denominator, but yet people are paying hundreds of dollars, and this is a multi-million dollar business, and there are people making a lot of money off this. Also, Carol Baskins totally killed her husband. All right, we don't know that, allegedly, but it's pretty, pretty, pretty sure. Carol Baskins totally killed their husband. <laughs> also, did was anybody else not thinking about baskets every time they said Carol Baskins? <laughs> Maybe we were the only ones, but we also really loved baskets. <laughs> we're sounding like that couple now. I love it. Well, we are we are. We're a couple of a couple of couples. I don't think it's hearing me either. But, uh, but Jack said it's uh, that we're a couple, and that is that is true. We're married legally <laughs> by my uncle uh, in a place that no longer exists. It's a pandemic pediatrics now. <laughs> Come get married at the pediatrics. It used to be in the lodge. <laughs> I think that's a closer. I think we still got time, but I think that's a closer. <laughs> So just ignore this part and just end with that that ding, like resonating through your minds like a, a gentle, slumbering Himalayan chime. Ding! Big beer hosts! Nelson again. Hey, uh, hopefully the sound is good on this. I don't think I mentioned. I just, uh, I was lazy and uh, I just, I'm sitting on my couch my cat's like right here uh bathing herself so hopefully there's not some like wet mouth sounds happening like faintly in the background uh i've just got like my computer and the mic just balanced on my lap uh petting my cat uh drinking a glass of wine recording this uh you know laid back anyway hopefully it sounds good um let's see what else i've been uh i've been doing a bunch of just uh I feel like I'm someone who's used to just having like the TV on in the background. It's just a thing that it's, I've always done since I was a kid. Um, I like, uh, like generally what's tricky in this, this current situation is I'm used to just leaving on like an ESPN type thing and having just like, you know, sports news or games just kind of on in the background. Um, but right now there's very little sports news and there's almost no games. So, uh, that's less reliable thing. Uh, like, so I've just been looking for marathons or like, uh, interesting stuff to throw on. Uh, like, uh, yesterday I watched or just had on a, a marathon of diners, drive-ins and dives. And today I've been, had 
have had a cornhole, like a whole lot of cornhole championships. They were showing a marathon of on ESPN news. So, uh, that's, uh, what I've had on a lot. I don't like, uh, just sitting in the silence with nothing but the sound of my own thoughts. It's unsettling. Um, but I also did, I binged Picard the last couple days and I dug it a lot. I like, I like a Star Trek. I'm not like a huge Star Trek person. I haven't, I've watched a fair amount, but most of what I watched, I watched back in the nineties. Um, so, you know, I only remember so much. I remember the broad strokes of what I remember. I remember a few episodes very specifically. Um, but I'm, I'm not, uh, too intense about, uh, about my beliefs about it. Um, if, if I'm watching something that's Star Trek and I like it, I, I'm not bothered by plot holes or things that don't jive. Um, but I don't know how much of that might be in Picard, but if that's something that bothers you about Picard, it's something I probably missed. Um, I liked it a lot. Uh, overall, I feel like narratively it's got a real nice thrust. I like, uh, I like the kind of almost, it's got this almost unforgiven vibe of like the old man doing one last job kind of thing. Um, but here he's, he's trying to put some stuff right. I like, I feel like it does a real good job of kind of wrapping up and maybe also redeeming a little that last next generation movie with the Picard data narrative that is kind of central to this new show. Um, I like this new kind of, uh, makeshift crew. He ends up pulling together for this job because he doesn't want to get his old crew and friends killed. Um, I think they, uh, they do some nice stuff with his character. Um, there's kind of a, uh, you know, he's a little bit in exile and part of it's because of some crazy shit that went on that is being solved by this mystery that they are solving throughout this show while there's their travel around. And, uh, part of it was maybe him getting a little disillusioned with uh, Starfleet and, uh, I don't know. They do some interesting stuff with this character. I like this new crew. I like that. They're all, they're like a group of people who don't belong in the place they're at where this, where the story starts and throughout it, they figure out more like who they are and where they're supposed to be. And, uh, I like the way that they play that. I like some of the interpersonal relationship stuff. Um, I feel like some of the side characters and some of their side plots are better constructed than others or more deeply constructed than others. I like the Captain Rios dude is that owns the ship that they are take off and are adventuring in. I like that guy quite a lot. They've got some, they did some good casting. They brought in some good people. I like some of the, the old callbacks, the next generation stuff. I really like the episode where Picard, uh, visits Riker and Troy. I think it's episode seven. I thought that one was a real good, uh, balance of some nice character stuff, doing some fan service kind of stuff, but keeping it well within the narrative. I thought, um, I don't know. I liked it a lot. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's perfect. But I think that the stuff that worked worked really well and the stuff that didn't work for me was, I don't know, it kind of almost zoned out a little bit or it didn't bother me that much. I, w I was keeping uh, well entertained by the stuff I did like. Um, watch Picard if you watched Star Trek before or maybe even if you didn't, but you may not like it as much. Oh man, I'm going over. I got to get back to Will. It's Will again, guys. Uh, here's Will. Big Beer Hosts! Jack, a lot of people are asking me, Will, what do you and Jack do to stay safe during these difficult times? And I say, 
Well, Jax, uh, she's a safety expert, being a scientist and all, and I'm a hypochondriac. So together, we've got some top tips for surviving pandemics in Lawrence. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's really good. All right. Tip number one, Will, you go. Okay. Listen, listen. Actually, I realized we weren't going to do top tips for pandemics. We were going to talk about, I was going to talk about takeout food in town and how I think you should support places that are doing takeout food. Tip number one, get takeout food. Get takeout food. Okay. Now, you heard an interview on Trevor Noah with Dr. Anthony Fauci who said, you know, like, boxes, they're not so much to be worried about, like, boxes and stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, this virus, it can't live on porous substrates. Um, technically, viruses can't live because they're technically not alive. But, you know, they get into your cells, and they do a little bit of dancing, and then they do a little bit of prancing, and... And then they uh, replicate themselves, but they're not alive. They're just a little bit of DNA code. I mean, what's all that about? See, every day I live with this. You can understand why now. But anyway, uh, in that interview, yeah, they said don't worry about it so much. And also I've read tons of food articles that say don't worry about it, funded by the food industry. Now, we're not scientists. Well, she is. I'm not. <laughs> Far from it. In fact, I'm a guy who can't even get paid to do a podcast. But uh, I do know one thing. And that's that our small local businesses depend on you. They depend on you more than you think. In fact, they're really sad that you're not coming in anymore. They're watching you. They're looking in through the windows. See that? See that? See that? Hear that, hear that pattering away from your window? That's Leeway Franks just <laughs> running away, going to the next house. Oh, look, strange light in the sky shining into your house. Yeah, that's a flashlight from Rudy's Pizza just saying, hey, you guys need anything? I'll be here if you do. All right, well, what's that? What's that? You hear a, a little, uh, the, the slam of a car door? Yeah, and then some peeling out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's just ramen bowls, like, speeding away, knowing that you don't need anything, crying, crying, crying so hard. They want your help. They want your love. They need your help. They need your love. Love them. Love them. At least call them. Call them and just say, Listen, I support you, and, and here's some money. And if you want to bring food over, that's cool. But just keep the money either way. Just you do you, man. You do you, local business. They need that. Support local businesses in this difficult time, and, you know, they're going to support you later on. I mean, they already do. Some of them are giving out free sandwiches. They're just that nice. So give to the ones that aren't giving and take from the ones that are giving if you need to take it. That's just that's just simple uh, advice from a guy who got a theater degree back in ninety. Well, two thousand and thirteen technically finished. It started it in ninety two. It's a long story. I don't want to talk about me. Support Lawrence businesses. Big beer hosts and Nelson again bringing it on home. All right, winding it on down. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I, I don't know what Will's been talking about. He told me what he might be talking about, and he said something about, you know, for his last thing, talking about supporting your local restaurants and, and places like that that are still open and operating and trying to uh, do stuff. And uh want to second that. I feel like, you know, maybe uh get some gift certificates or some merch or something if it, if they can send them to you or... That's a good way, if, especially if you're more worried. But I feel like there's definitely some places that are really trying to, uh, trying to be cleanly as hell, trying to be safe as they can. Um, and, uh, 
I know I've really, uh, a couple times in the last 10 days, I've done some curbside to a couple local places that I dig and I want to support because I want to make sure that they are, you know, being financially helped and also that, you know, that they are still around after all this is done, that they're keeping their heads above water. Uh, I got some Free State Brewery earlier this week, um, little carry little curbside brought it out to me uh, they got a reduced menu at the moment like they're, they're not doing a full menu but they've got a lot of the classics on there had some cheddar ale soup and some black bean quesadillas it was delightful um also uh, today i got some mad greek um and i know uh at least one person who's working there they've been kind of posting they they're really uh sanitizing the hell out of the place they're trying to uh keep employee contact to a minimum for for your food and things uh i curbside it uh they got the person that runs stuff out is mask gloves i think even had like a smock on i opened my passenger door they set the stuff inside um i they kicked the door closed at the bottom there i didn't touch anything until i got home and sanitized and stuff uh and i know they they specifically because i've heard from somebody who's working there they're still paying insurance for people that uh, aren't working there at the moment so that they can get unemployment, and they, you know, helped make sure the, ex- the unemployment went through smooth. Uh, this is what I'm hearing anyway. So I feel like, you know, local places you love that are doing the right thing by their employees, that are uh, doing their, their best to be as safe as possible, um, you know, break it up. Have a little food with them. Uh, support them. Uh, also, I feel like it's probably as best we can you know be safe and people at higher risk i totally understand there's only so much you can do you got to be safe if you're at a slightly lower risk and you can you know play the game where you're not like i feel like i'm just driving down opening the door to someone in in some gear uh i'm keeping away from everyone trying to keep it keep up from spreading anything if i got it from catching it if someone else does but i uh, i'm rambling but i feel like uh Keeping restaurants, at least some of them that are, they're doing the right thing, that are, uh, keeping it safe, not, you know, letting people in, but curbside and drive through and, uh, keeping them around just because grocery stores can only handle so much if, like, all the other means of eating food go away. So I feel like practically it's probably the right thing to do. And then also, you know, supporting those places you love, but being safe, be safe, everyone. Uh, you know, it's probably, it's time to wrap it on up, uh, bring it on home, end this thing. We're, we're over, we're over time. I know I went over time a few times. Uh, apologies. This might be a little extra length. Uh, hope you guys liked it well enough anyway. I know it's not what we usually do, but, uh, hopefully it's a little something to listen to. Uh, we love you guys. We hope you're staying safe. We hope everything's going good. They're as good as it can for you. And we will be back again next week. Uh, hopefully, a little bit more uh, back to normal-ish, hopefully being able to record together in some way. Uh, you know, I feel like uh, feel like that'd be nice. That'd be a nice thing to have. A, l- a little Will and Nelson back and forth crosstalk action. Uh, we can only hope. Uh, but regardless, we'll we'll you'll hear from us next week. We love you. Stay safe. Nelson out. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, 
This outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. (laughs)